Good morning. I am en route to yet again another doctor's appointment for my grandmother. Um, Seriously, one thing I love about working for myself is that I'm able to be available for her to take her to her various doctor's appointments. Um, Joking, but not joking. Uh, Mainly because, you know, she's 87 years old. Uh, My grandmother and my aunt raised me. So, um, you know, she's kind of like a mom to me, but I'm uh, literally driving to her house now. She stays on the other side of town. And I figured I'd record this little bonus episode for you because over the past week, I have been testing out a new morning and evening routine. And I just want to talk about that all together, that whole concept and what I've been doing and um, what's been working, what I need to change, so on and so forth. So I'm not sure about you, but every time I hear the word morning routine, like I just feel like it it triggers me, (laughs) right? Like, um, I'm not sure if you feel that way, but I've read books about it. I've read the 5am club, which that book, I cannot remember the author, but it was a phenomenal read. And it just really spoke to the importance of having an intentional morning, um, before you go out and like embark on your day. And I've always believed in that concept. But the thing for me is I'm a bit of a night owl and I feel like um, I'm like a, I'm still I had those like childlike tendencies where I fight sleep, even though I know I'm exhausted. And, like you know, after eight, after nine o'clock, like I just notice myself like, no, I'm going to go watch two episodes of Counterparts or um, I just kind of force myself to stay up working if I'm in a creative zone or just whatever. Like I notice myself fighting sleep, even though I know that I need to go to bed. And that's been a really tough habit for me to break. And this whole idea of creating a morning routine always just it never really clicked for me because I'm like, well, what do you have to be doing at night before you go to bed to even set yourself up to have a good morning routine? Like I always felt like when people talked about their morning routines and like, you know, how they're aligning their chakras at 647 a.m. I'm like, I feel like they're missing a really a really important piece of the puzzle, which is like, what are you guys doing before you go to bed? What's that routine look like? Um, Because if you do not have a good evening routine, I just don't imagine how you can set yourself up to have a good morning routine. Um, Because I'm like, how do you... And maybe maybe it's just me. I don't know. I'm like, but how are you waking up early? Like, how are... I just didn't understand. Like, how are you waking up with, like, energy and whatever to, like, do this morning routine before you start your day? So... This past week, literally Monday through Friday of last week, I decided that, you know, one, I'm going to get rid of this title of morning routine because I I felt like whenever I I use that term or try to set a morning routine, quote unquote, it just triggered me in a really negative way where I would like not do it at all. And then at the end of the week, I'd feel really crappy about not doing it and so on and so forth. So I and again, doing a morning routine just never really like I didn't fully understand it. And honestly, so I, I said last week I said okay I'm going to be really and just have an intentional evening and an intentional morning and just that alone like shifted my mindset on the whole concept of this thing and I think just like the preset notions of like what a quote-unquote morning routine is supposed to consist of um so it just allowed me to just say what would an intentional morning for me look like and what does my intentional evening need to look like before I even go to bed to set myself up for success the next day And so Sunday evening of last week up until Friday morning, so a full five days, um, this is what I did. So my evening routine to me honestly has been more impactful than my morning routine, to be quite honest, or like my intentional evening, um, my IE versus my IM, my intentional morning. So at, at 
I try to, I've, I've been trying to do it at 9.30, but even if I stay up later and, um, you know, watch TV or I've been in a really high creative zone, I'm creating a new product called The Right Response and I've been creating some very in-depth trainings for my, my coaching program, my leverage students. So I've been in a really creative mode lately, which causes me normally to stay up later. But so even if I stay up later than I'm supposed to, quote unquote, I still take the time to do my evening, my intentional evening to make sure like no matter what, I'm still like trying to build in this new habit. So first thing. Oh, and again, before I even get to the details of what I've been doing, because I think this is really important. (laughs) um, I was doing some research on like habits in general, and I came across this study of how many times does a baby fall before it learns how to walk? And I just think it's so interesting that when we set out intentions to create a new routine, um, how discouraged we can get if it doesn't happen by the in the first week. Like I know so many people who get so upset if they set set out an intention or a quote unquote they want to make a new habit, and then they do it for like three days and they mess up on the fourth day and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm terrible, and then they just completely quit. And one, I just want to point out the data and the science behind creating a new habit is so like for a baby for example they fall 300 times before they learn how to take their first step and like really let that set in before they can take their first step um they fall 300 times and i think a lot of the time when we think about a habit like us walking is a habit that we learned years and years ago um you know a toddler even when it starts learning how to walk it's still walking is still not a habit like if you look at a, a two-year-old, they're still like thinking about their steps. You know, they're still kind of like, you know, jittery and like jumpy. Like their steps are still not like synchronized where they're just walking without any conscious thought to it. And so it really takes like even as a child, like us doing something that we do every single day, like the act of walking, it took us like two or three years to fully allow this new action of walking to become a habit. And um, before we even could take that first solid step, the average baby falls 300 times. So it's just like when you put that in perspective, when you are trying to create a new habit or, uh, you know, do something in your life or in your business, how many times are you allowing yourself to fall before ever expecting yourself to walk? And I think that's a really important question to ask yourself. Um, And like, you know, if you did one live stream video and nobody showed up live and you were sweating and freaked out and you never create a live stream video again, it's not really like you set really unclear expectations thinking that it was going to be a knock out of the park or a home run on the first try. Because like, it's just not like guys that scientifically is just not how it works. So um, I just really invite you to think about that is how many times are you allowing yourself to fall before you ever take that first step? And giving yourself grace and actually giving yourself a period to not have it perfect and not beat yourself up about it or not feel guilty about it because it's not like one, it's it's completely unrealistic and ludicrous for you to think that anything different is going to happen like you're going to fall. Um, And I just think it's interesting how many things we avoid because we're trying to avoid falling. We're trying to avoid quote unquote failure when in actuality, that's just part of the process. So small tangent, but I think very important one. But so when I when I was doing this research, it really helped shift my perspective to say, okay, I'm not even trying to build a morning routine at this point. I'm just trying to have an intentional morning and an intentional evening because it's quite ludicrous for me to think that I'm going to have 
a habitual routine in five days. Like that doesn't even make sense. So say all that to say, that's why part of the reason why I changed the language around how I'm labeling it. Um, Cause I didn't even want to set off that trigger in my mindset because that's how I perceive the definition of that word routine that it already needs to be a habit. It needs to be something that I don't even think about doing when that's just not, that's just not possible. Like at this stage, I haven't done it long enough and fallen long enough um, for it to be something that I subconsciously just do through habit and not having to consciously think of. So every day I consciously and intentionally made it a priority for me to do this. So in the, for like I said before, my intentional evenings to me made a much larger impact than my mornings did. And I think because of how intentional my evenings were, it made my mornings a breeze. So this is what I did. First thing I did um, was I really tapped. There's like four energy centers that we all have as human beings. There's an intellectual. There is an emotional. There is a um, like sensual, meaning like smells, touches, like our physical touch, like our physical senses. And um, what's the last one? It's intellectual, emotional, um, uh, our senses... And I don't know why I can't think of the fourth one right now, but there's four different energy centers. It'll come to me as I'm talking. And um, I decided that I'm going to try to activate these different energy centers before I go to bed and when I wake up in the morning. So the first thing I do at night is, is journal. And journaling will look a variety of different ways. So the way that it looked like for me over these past five days is, um, as you guys know, I've mentioned this a few times, I've been using the Full Focus Planner by Michael Hyatt. I absolutely love this planner. But on Sundays, I will map out my entire week. So they have like a weekly preview and a weekly reflection page inside of the planner. So I do those pages on Sunday nights. And then every day during the week, I just, you know, map out what my intentions are for the next day. So typically, I will look at my entire calendar, um, you know, put it on paper, what it is that I have to be doing. I'll bake in transition time. So like right now, I'm driving to my grandmother's. Drive time was on my calendar. Um, I will set my big three intentions for the day. Like what are the three things that have to get done no matter what? And then I will just mark out any other to-dos that I have. So that's the first thing that I do. And that really taps into my intellectual aspect. I'm a very order like order driven type of person. I really like order. I like knowing what's coming ahead. And whenever I have a process down, you know, I think a lot of the time we think about the result we want, but I'm really big on, I need to plan the process, um, what is required to get that result. And then I need to plan that whenever I have that planned, I'm like superwoman. Um, so I do that. So that's normally the first thing that I do when I sit down in the evenings is just map out my next day or map out the week, depending on what day it is. And then I will journal and I just kind of allow any remaining thoughts, worries, questions that are still in my mind, I will just put them out on paper. Um, So I've been actually typing them in my iPad versus writing in a notebook, um, mainly because I'm almost out of all of my notebooks that I have at home. So I need to go buy some more. But I just pulled up an Evernote, created a new notebook on Evernote and just started typing out any just any thoughts that were just lingering in my head. And I'm not sure about you, but like how often do you just have these questions that you're constantly cycling around in your brain um, that take up space, right? Sometimes they're worries or frustrations or things that you're excited about. It's things that you want to create, but you just spend all this time thinking about them, but they never actually ever get out. And I noticed for me that when I have too many thoughts in my head, 
um, that haven't been placed somewhere, even if they're placed in a parking lot saying like, hey, we're going to worry about this later or we're going to figure out a solution to this later. But just getting it out of my head, it takes up so much space. So that's typically the second thing that I will do is just journal whatever like lingering thoughts are in my mind. So these might be questions I have, worries I have, concerns I have, frustrations I have, um, you know, things that I want to create or things that I need to say or things that I need to do. So I get, that's like really tapping into my intellectual where I'm just like writing, journaling, that type of thing. After that, it's, oh, the, the, the fourth thing that I mentioned, the fourth energy center is like movement, like your physical body. So I just started using this, uh, I think it's called a prana mat. I can't, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but it's basically like this yoga mat that has these like spikes in it almost. Um, they're like lotus flowers, but they're really sharp. And it's kind of like at-home acupuncture, I guess is kind of a way to say it. Um, That's kind of how it feels like. So I got that over a week ago, too. And uh, so I spend normally 8 to 15 minutes just laying on that mat. And laying on that mat, even though I'm not physically moving my body, um, so the movement is a second energy center, so do something to move your body. But because it's late at night, I, I want to the mat that I lay on it's really like I said the needles on it or like the edges on it are very sharp so similar to acupuncture so even though I'm not physically moving my body laying on that thing it really moves the blood through your body at a very intense rate um so you know I use that for my movement energy so I lay on that for 8 to 15 minutes and I listen to a guided meditation while I'm laying on it so that's like the, the second part of my evening routine. So I set my intentions for the day or for the week, depending on it. So I plan out my next day. I'll do some journaling. If I have a lot of like lingering thoughts, I lay on my mat for um, eight to 12 minutes usually. And I'll listen to a guided meditation while I'm listening to it. And then after that, you're supposed to tap into like your, and kind of that mat kind of taps into two energy centers at one time. So it's supposed to be like physical touch is an energy center. Like what are you smelling? What are you feeling? And then movement. And I kind of count that mat as both of those energetic centers. And then the last thing that I do, you're supposed to just do something like physical touch where like you hug somebody, you kiss somebody, you rub on the dog. Um, So I normally end my night or in my routine, I just go find my fiance and just give him a hug and express to him why I love him and give him a kiss um, and then rub on my little dog. And then that's my that's my routine or my intentional evening. And doing that every day of the week, oh my gosh, like I can't even describe, I can't even really describe how amazing it's been. So that's been my intentional evening, okay? So that's what I've been doing at night and absolutely love it. Um, I really love this new prana mat because I normally, because I work from home most often and I sit in very non-ergonomical positions, like I work on the couch, so I'm like humped over using pillows to support my back. Um, I normally have like lower back pain typically, like right around my, um, I don't know, I don't know what the heck it's called, maybe your hip flexors, maybe that's not the right spot, but like where my jeans normally hit my waist, I normally have pain, and laying on this mat has completely removed the pain, because it helps, laying on that mat like relieves any stress that's, or any tension that's in your back or your body, Um, it helps circulate the blood flow, so it just helps alleviate some of those things, so it's just been overall, I just go to bed better, I've, I've seen myself, I've noticed myself falling to sleep faster um, when I do this entire routine because I'm not like laying in bed worrying about what I have to do the next day. Like I already know. And oh, I forgot. So the fifth thing that I do, the last thing that I do is I actually set out my clothes for the next day. I know it sounds so elementary, um, but it has been game changer for me 
because I know for me when I wake up in the morning I'm like what am I gonna wear (laughs) and normally that that whole thought of like what am I going to wear takes me forever to like reconcile Um, and it just I notice it takes up way too much brain energy in the morning for me to think about it so um, and I notice it takes less brain energy for me to decide at night. Like, it's just like, oh, just do, 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 put this together. So I normally will lay my clothes out too before I go to bed. Um, so that's like my evening, my intentional evening. So by the time that I wake up in the morning, I just review the plans that I had set for the night before. Okay, these are the three things that I need to get done. These are our top priorities for the week. Um, you know, I do that. So I just kind of review what we've already done and then just jot down any other aspects of the process that I might have missed. Um, I, ha- I do something with my team called a Hawkeye Daily Huddle. So I check in with my, our Daily Huddle via Slack. And I write that out so I at least have, you know, clear communications to the team. Um, typically, I will uh, also journal in the morning and just set some intentions for the day. So, I'll, you know, I'll write down what am I grateful for and just who do I want to be today? Those are normally the two questions that I ask or answer is what am I grateful for and who do I want to be today? And I think it's a very different perspective than what do I want to do or what do I want to have, but more so who do I need to be? And um, I'll journal about that for a moment. Um, Typically, I will light a candle or something along those lines to activate my senses. And then um, I start off with the top priority item on my list. And that is how I've been starting my day. So that's my intentional morning. That is my intentional evening. Quite honestly, an intentional evening for me sets the day up to be successful the next day my clothes are already picked out I don't have to think about that I already know what needs to get done I've already set intentions around that like I'm just able to rock roll and and head on out the door and go um so I really hope this was helpful for you like one readjusting your expectations on how long it's going to take to create a new habit so like this week I'm going to be doing it again Monday through Friday um I started last night Sunday evening I set out my plan my week ahead and then um you know, last night I laid on my mat this morning, I actually listened to a guided meditation because it was taking me a little bit of time to get out of bed. So I just, I'm just, you know, still trying to piece together what works for me. Um, but again, I'm allowing myself to fall. Like I'm allowing myself for it not to look the exact same every single day. I'm allowing myself to pivot and adjust um, to just honor what my body needs in that moment. And I think that's the most important part. But yeah, I just really hope this helped you realign your expectations around what habits are how long they take to create um shifting your expectations around like how many times you should expect to fall before you walk which is normal and also just giving you guys some ideas on maybe if you're not the greatest at a morning routine which uh raising my hand right now too maybe focus on just creating an intentional evening and um you know, which an intentional evening sets you up to have a very intentional morning. So hope this was helpful. I would love to hear your your thoughts. What are you doing? What about this was helpful for you? What are you going to start to implement based off of what I shared with you today? Send me a direct message over on Instagram. I'm at Jerisha Hawk and I would love to hear from you. Talk to you soon.